deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. Oh yeah, and I can't wait to put together my new chair so it won't be a relapse of the last, the ending of the last episode where I'm just screaming in pain and my Jay saying he doesn't give a fuck about my pain. Hello and welcome to the NF Supervillains Podcast. This is the L joined by Heister. What's up? And Maje. Hello. And we have just passed the one year COVID versary. And none of us, none of the NF Supervillains have uh, ca- caught COVID yet. Ah, uh, yeah. Happy? I, I never got tested, but there was a, a brief spell early on last year where I felt terrible and. When I look back, it did take me a while to get over it, but that was, you know, everyone had it. Everyone thinks they've had it, but. Uh, I'm, I'm for sure I never had it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I had a head cold back in February of last year, and that only lasted like two days. If that was COVID for me, oh, thank you, Jeebus, Harold, and Josephine. Um... <laughs> Oh, yeah. And speaking of COVID, sort (laughs) of, on March 16th, 2021, a 21-year-old dickhead, neckbeard piece of shit named Aaron Long committed a series of mass shootings at three massage parlors in the metropolitan area of Atlanta, Georgia. Long's rampage left eight people dead and one person wounded. Hyun Jung Grant, age 51. Zhao Ji Tan, age 49. Delana Ashley Yan, age 33. Paul Mitchells, age 54. Yang A. Yu, age 63. Dio Fang, age 44. Sung Chung Park, age 74 and Suncha Kim age 69. Elsia Hernandez Ortiz age 30 was shot in the forehead and the bullet traveled down into his lungs and stomach. God damn. Damn. He is still alive in intensive care. Man. Good luck my friend. Please. Um... The shooter, Long, was a hunter and his father was a youth minister or pastor, one of the two. Excuse me? I know, right? And he was heavily involved in the Southern Baptist congregation. What are they Uh, teaching these boys down there? Long story short, so uh, Needle Dick claims to be a sex addict. And had been in clinics and halfway houses for sex addict and porno addict. And would supposedly had visited massage parlors for and stuff. He sounds like... Sort of like he grew up in a repressed sexual... A sexually repressed environment. Uh-huh. To where he felt dirty and wrong for... Wanting to do something we are supposed to enjoy? 
making right. it enjoyable makes us do it to have children and so forth. Right. And but the thing is, as was stated during that uh, press conference, he claims that was his motivation for shooting up those places. I don't get it. Feeling that if he killed those people, then he would be helping other sex addicts. How does that work? I don't know. There's most likely some mental illness and a bit of racism. Uh, According to the police of that area, only those places had, and like them, had issues with people going there for happy endings and so forth but the last one was in like 2013 and they were pretty much cleaned up in fact one of the ladies killed was there on a date with her uh, husband man they just went in for massages yeah that's fucked up the the youngest uh, person and yeah dude was in the next room yeah that's terrible um, that shit was just awful. Yeah, that's a great way to start this episode. I am sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he claims that he was trying to help others by, quote, eliminating temptation but by targeting I, the spas. I don't get it. Well, it's 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 once again blaming you know women and sex workers for your own urges, as if the urges wouldn't exist, you know, regardless. Yeah, probably his. Here I come being an asshole. His Southern Baptist upbringing probably said racist shit about the massage parlors and prostitutes and so forth, and got that all in his head to rile him up. So, yes, I am say, cl- saying I believe it was racially motivated because they were Asian. If not motivated, heavily influenced. And it doesn't help that, you know, not that, you know, anti-Asian racism has ever gone away, but it's been riled up by, you know, the previous fuckhead occupant of the White House. And, and, and I would even blame the media, too. Because yeah, early yeah. on, there was all those talks of Chinese people eating bats and all the news articles. Yeah. So you know that riled people up. Because the, the media likes to jump on anything that's sensationalist. Yes, very much so. And, and is in a, in a rush to get the, yeah, we're going to get the first, you know, the first scoop, even if it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just keep talking. To keep people tuning in, to keep those advertising dollars rolling in. Yeah. Never mind the harm it is doing to people. Hell, we're black. We know that better than most people. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, uh, this was the latest in the um, Stop Asian and Pacific Islander hate campaign. Um, a number of my Asian friends... Uh, particularly my Asian female friends uh, are scared. Uh, a friend of ours, mine, uh, who also listens to the show and lives in Georgia. Hi, Amy. It, it was scared to leave her house this weekend. Yeah. Don't blame her. 
Um, <laughs> what is that? That is my child agreeing with you that Asian hate is very upsetting. <laughs> um, other incidents have uh, well, uh, discrimination against Asians have uh increased since COVID, and New York. A few major cities, including especially New York and uh, Los Angeles, around San Francisco and Oakland, have uh, had an increase in uh, violence against Asians. I, I I was particularly heartbroken when I saw a lot of it was being perpetrated by black men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but the recent video of the lady that was attacked. The old little old lady that was attacked by somebody, and she fought back and kicked his ass till the police came. Yeah, that dude did not seem mentally right. No, he didn't. Uh, so uh, I'm thinking, is this rash of attacks maybe one or two smaller people and not a community thing? In a gross way, I hope. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I would hate to think black people are perpetuating the cycle of abuse. Although, and Maje will have something to say towards this too. <laughs> there is a significant amount of uh, anti-blackness among the Asian community as well as every community in it's America. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've experienced it. Um, had. People always asking me, why don't I play basketball? Oh, <laughs> like you're tall. I'm 6'2". I ain't that tall. BJ Armstrong's taller than me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah. Step, uh, and Steph, it, yeah. Go Steph, ahead. You're Steph Curry's height, but you know. Me, yeah, okay. But I can't shoot a jump shot. Nope. I, I have no, uh. Coordination. Yeah, they didn't understand I wasn't coordinated either. I guess that's more on the positive stereotypes. But also, yeah, I've experienced it with the negative. But like with any kind of racism, I try not to judge the entire group. Yeah. Maja, you care to talk about your experience? Because I know you get a little riled up. No, um, not really. <laughs> no, just realistically, um, you know, like you said, it's it's more or less that every every like nationalities has some anti blackness um prevalent in their history. Yeah. And even um you know, the uh Asian American or Asian in in general having asking black people, Can we touch your hair? Um and, you know, just you know, in the nineties, one of the big cases in LA that was one of the sparking of the riots where the young 15 year old black girl was shot and it's just it's it's always been it's it's everywhere when i when i take a step back and look at it it's, it's pretty much everywhere and it's more or less a 15 year old black girl was shot yeah early in the 90s remember um she was trying to buy some so i thought she was stealing and mm. then the girl said no i have the money it's in my hand she oh i remember that yeah and she, and she had turned to leave when the woman yeah. shot her in the head. Yes, yeah. I remember and, that now. Fuck. And then they, when they came, they found her that she was clutching the money to pay for the orange juice. She was like, I and wasn't. That's, 
trying to steal. And and, and then in all honesty, that kind of. I mean, yeah, and then you know, just think about all the remember all the night the stereotypical nineties um, stereotypes of Asian Americans or Asian store owners and um, black neighborhoods. Yeah, you had that in Menace to Society. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was those, an extreme. Well, everything was, in Menace to Society, society was, was extreme. extreme. But yeah. I mean that you know, but, I mean, how many of us haven't been followed in stores by different cultures and of every every nationality? And, and, and that's it. A lot of groups. Immigrants come into America, they get these loans and stuff to open stores, and they'll open them in our communities. We can't get the loans to open them. So, yeah, it's a bit of animosity, and yes, they will get... The media always paints us as awful. Yeah. Also, they're economic deserts where people will probably try to steal a bag of chips. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, it, and it's something we talked we talked about in I know in previous episodes about how you know immigrants will come over and they want to assimilate, so they adopt a lot of the same attitudes and sort of like belief systems as the people that are oppressing them, mm-hmm. because because they want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Even even though like in the aftermath of that shooting, people people kind of forget, and I forgotten about this because I just watched a documentary maybe a year ago about it. After the LA riots, the Asian and black communities actually banded together. Yeah, and like, like we had solidarity to like prevent you know the violence from from continuing. And but they don't report about that. No. Uh, also, during the uh, civil rights movement, uh, the Black Panthers and a Asian group called Yellow Peril worked together. Yeah. But that was more ever that particular group were multi generate I believe multi-generational Asian Americans who experienced everything that racism had to offer and not really part of the wave of immigrants post-Korean War, Vietnam War. Excuse me. Rapey time with the L. Uh, That came in, got the loans to open small businesses. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, we get the whole thing where, like, why don't we do any black people do anything in their community? Why everybody else got to open it? Like, they won't let us. What part of we can't get loans? Don't you understand? And and that's that's the part of that lie that's fed to immigrants. It's like, see, if they were like you guys, if they were hardworking like you guys, exactly. they would be able to yeah. get these businesses. Not not you know understanding. No, the system is is against us. When we yeah. say it's rigged, we're not just saying that. You know? No. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. well, I'm just having arguments with people about even um, black home ownership. Like, no, there was from pick any time. I mean, what before the '60s? You have before Jim Crow. There wasn't too much people black people being able to black own their homes, and if they were, eventually there was a possibility of being burned down. It even happened in Chicago, where that black family had bought his house on the northern or the southern side, which is on the white side, and they got burned down, and that was in the. 50s, 60s? Anywho, just mm-hmm. having that, yeah. having having known that where like black folks couldn't go to the suburbs because white folks would probably burn down your house, but even knowing that if you tried to buy a house in a city, there weren't going to be banks to loan to you. And mm-hmm. hearing that, like, why don't you have, why don't you guys on your own neighborhoods? It's like, well, we never have the opportunity to own our neighborhood. And there were 
many yeah. black folk that had the money. You can, there's always, go back in any history, there's always a brother and a sister with money in their pockets to buy a house and been turned down because of the color of their skin. Yeah, and when we did have thriving neighborhoods, they got redlined or something. Not, yeah. uh, even if it wasn't just overt violence, it was Red turning line. it into a economic desert. Yeah. So. And I I didn't realize until and and I feel like this is connected. I didn't realize until recently, the whole concept of a credit score didn't exist until maybe the eighties. Like the, yeah, I, late eighties. Like, like late eighties. Like, I, I thought yeah. that was a thing that just was always there. Nope. No one just I didn't know that just yeah in nope. the eighties somebody was like. But yeah, that's that's why that's why you know people's parents, mainly white people, were able could to just get, buy fucking to, could just get homes. Like oh you know you you look like a good risk. We'll give you a home. Sure. And the mm-hmm. fact I, I I didn't realize how important that was until like you just mentioned like yeah people could just buy houses without I thought this entire time I thought the fifties they were building credit I I, I just thought Mm-mm. they were selling beans and cans with credit I didn't I didn't I didn't think that the credit were... <laughs> no, like, no. yeah, uh, if you had a job you could get a house back then yeah which is the way and, it should be yeah and now you need to show a history of putting yourself in debt yeah. to buy a house. I like one of my friends <laughs> Like one of my friends said, he's like, I can't get a house. I can't get a mortgage to buy a house that pay I pay fourteen hundred a month, but I have to pay thirteen fifty in rent mm-hmm. to in Chicago. And I'm like, yeah, that is stupid. It it doesn't make sense. No, but yeah, other groups have been allowed to come in and build but what whereas oppression and discrimination against black people has always been constant latin americans and asian americans they get those spikes of uh racism against them against them like the please excuse this term because this was the official name the government gave it gave it operation wetback yeah 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 Elliot. That's the official government name of the operation. So you mean it, to tell me the government's racist? Uh, shocking, I know. I'm, uh, um, I'm flabbergasted. So, yeah, it, they would bring in the migrant workers and then just purge them to uh, appease the white ba- base. Yeah. Basically, it was an abuse. It was abuse. It is abuse because they still do it. And and a lot of them were used as soldiers during the, like, during, like, I think it was Truman, so it might have been right before the Korean War. Or it might have been during the Korean War. Operation Wetback, I want to say, was the 1950s. Okay, so it was probably the Korean War that they used a lot of the... Oh, 60, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yet, there had been other instances of that. There was an instance after the Vietnam War when Vietnamese people were immigrating to America and they got, they set up uh, fishing businesses in Texas and were really good at fishing and putting the white fishers out of business. So the KKK came in and it got ugly. Yeah. Yeah. And this was in the 1970s. I did not know that. Wait, God damn, the 70s? You would think? Yeah. And, and that's just it. For us, it's persistent. For us, it's systematic. For them, it's, oh, a Latino person did this. Oh, somebody got tired of seeing so many Spanish-speaking people. Oh, the other ones is whenever white people get upset with them. Right, because I was... They, I, then something happens. 
I thought you were going to mention the, the Zoot Suit Riots. Um, the Zoot Suit Riots as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I thought you were going to mention before you said the Operation Wetback. I thought. You oh, were yeah, yeah. That. No, the Zoot Suit Riot wasn't a federally funded thing. It was just yeah. L.A. County Police and Navy yeah. uh, uh, sailors running through Mexican uh, neighborhoods and homes and then eventually went to Watts. Cause hey, let's go attack the black people next. Might yeah. as well. <laughs> While we're here, <laughs> and yeah, they'll run up in your home and everything. So it's it's all part of America's systemic racism and dividing people. I I I my heart goes out to the Asian community who's afraid now, especially the younger ones who and, and yeah, be it American history don't teach how Japanese internment camps and so forth and the or how um, oh wow what they did to the Asians that um, men the Chinese men that came to work on the railroads yeah oh god yeah yeah they all pretty much got lynched yeah that's yeah it was it's uh, it's never been good capitalism for, yay yeah it's it's never been good for any other race no no and it's another thing they hated about individuals like the Black Panthers because they were uh, willing to reach out to other communities. And um, um, Chicago, brother. Come on, y'all. Help me, though. What's, what's up? What do you mean? Uh, Fred, Fred Hampton? Fred Hampton, yes. You, oh, I, I didn't know you were trying to remember Fred Hampton's name. Yeah, Fred Hampton. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, dude, the other day I forgot James Baldwin's name, but it was like ah. eight, 8 in the morning and I was talking to a Lyft driver. Yada, yada, yada. I forgot. <laughs> I just previously forgot Selma Hayek's name and I thought I'd never forget Selma Hayek's name. Okay, but she's not a black historical figure. <laughs> Is she? She's just an attractive Mexican-American lady yeah, married to she's... a French guy. Oh, well. She's still gorgeous. A French billionaire and shit. But if oh, I was yeah. a billionaire, I'd marry Selma Hayek. <laughs> I mean, if I was, no, I wouldn't. I still got a thing for old crazy ass uh, Tyra Banks. I don't care how problematic she is. She, she's she's pretty problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's she's be honest. Not. She's she's, uh, she's problematic. Um, but yeah, uh, it they they have always feared anybody that can unify right the black community. And unify with the brown power movement, the yellow peril movement. Yeah. Hell, it's why they hated the Rainbow Coalition so goddamn much. Yeah. Rush which... Limbaugh especially hated them. Rest in hell, you son. Burn in hell, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Oh, uh, hopefully, yeah. And also, Oakland, where a lot of the in San Francisco, where the a lot of the attacks were. That I'm like, wait, there's not a lot of black people there anymore. No, because it's, no. it's been so centri- it, gentrified. Any black people there might be homeless or, uh, yeah. So it, it 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 in a twisted way, I got a little bit of relief, but I I still get a little upset when I see black people go, well, welcome. They don't care about us. I'm like, yeah, they have. Not yeah. as a whole, and they don't. But still, but, we but shouldn't want motherfuckers dying. And no, and you also should you shouldn't be buying into a lot of the white supremacist rhetoric. Rhetoric, yes, a very lot, much. A lot of it, I was seeing, and it was like there was an author. I won't even mention their name because I was so pissed off that they did this. There was an author that I follow on Twitter that posted, but every crime is a hate crime, and I was like, see, 
you're white. You'll say some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. 92% of all violent crime... No, 87% of all violent crime is somebody who knows each other. Is between people who know each other. other. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm. also adding... Yeah. I think also there was another number, like, also people who fall into, like, the poor class generally kill each other as well. Yeah, that's just that's just social uh, science right there. there you get goes. a bunch of poor people in an economic depression, locked in an area. They fight for survival. Yeah, yeah. white, Asian, black—it's it, just it doesn't what matter. humans do. Yeah, but no, white people want to make everybody else. Oh, let me stop. I mean, cause before, I, before I turn into um, pre uh, uh, pre trip to Mecca, Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything I could do to help you as a white person? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing you could do. Yeah, close the door behind me, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, but I mean, yes. I, I get, I get what. I mean, I had this. I not so much with. Asian Americans, is I think I've definitely calmed down. But I mean, remember my my rant against, against Latino Americans who were, um, oh, last year during uh, yeah, who uh, were pro- professing that they're going to protect yeah. their neighborhoods and it, and that that was people. Yeah, we had that in Chicago where the certain elements of the Latino community uh, turned on black people, and it eventually came out that it was political officials and the police riling them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically divide, divide yeah. the community, which is crazy that it kind of works sometimes. It, it, it's very easy when there's already tension, and in Chicago we have gangs on top of all of that. Yeah, yeah, so many gangs, <laughs> so so many gangs, so so many gangs. Just oh wow, and then they are all br- divided into racist to race racist. Not racist. Mm-hmm. Races also. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I when you say that, I immediately go back to something that was on. You know those Dick Wolf Chicago shows. They had a line that was like, you know, those gangs of Rogers Park, and I was like, which one? Rogers Park. I don't. Rogers Park has a uh, gang community. But but this was like a white but, gang. This was like a white gang. It wasn't. This was back cool. in the seventies and eighties. Uh, the gay lords were up there, and a few other white. Oh gangs. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. the The only encounter I ever had with the gay lords was, well, they. <laughs> I, I was a kid, and they were adults, and they didn't say nothing to me. I just saw gay lord tattooed across some dude's forehead, and I went, "What?" <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, I'm old enough where I remember uh, there's a gang called the Blackstone Rangers. They are still around. They're still around. They are? Yeah. The Black Peace Stones, yeah. Yeah, they're still around. Because that, that's yeah, it. They're, that's... Uh, they, they, they're the off, they are the offshoots of the El Rookin. They, oh, okay. Because that was the first gang fight I ever saw in my life. Where it was like actual physical fight. Not, not with guns, but with like whatever they could get their hands on. The the, the, the neighborhood my Jay and I grew up in was Blackstone Turf. Damn. I mean, uh, it wasn't bad for us. No one. No, no, we were fine. <laughs> I, never actually, 
everyone knew my family and my family was in it I didn't, yeah. we, 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 we were we, we, yeah our families were yeah yeah, so yeah, that, <laughs> our families were a gang in themselves. <laughs> a, a, a there was a lot of us. But if you and ever, then when uh, Maje's parents married mm-hmm. and united our two families, it just got bigger. That's like, yeah. You ever wonder if someone would Wait, fight? Wait, the Bells and the Johnsons made then united. It's like the Capulets and the Montagues. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever wonder if someone would fight with the chair leg, yes, they would. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, oh yeah, chair leg is thirty. Um, let's go back to racism. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Uh, let's hear it for the British royal family that now has oh. made an enemy of the black community. <laughs> My God. They, they, I have never seen somebody get dragged as hard as Prince William. His yeah. ass is getting dragged on social yeah. media. Yeah, ball bastard. Oh, Prince William's the, yeah, the older brother? Yeah, Yeah. I used to, I used to think he was cool. I thought he was the, no. I thought he was the brother that, you know, was the the straight-laced one and the younger brother. He's more like his dad. No, I I, I, I totally enjoy the memes ripping the entire royal family. Yeah. I mean, and and yeah, some people and even some, yeah, will wonder why we care about these rich people and their problems. I'm like, uh, black people don't like when any black person suffers. Yeah, no. exactly. I don't we, not, economics be damned. And, uh, and, and the facts, and the fact they don't have to. That's the thing. Like they don't go ahead. No, especially not at the hand of a bunch of colonizers. That yeah, too. that too. And the yeah, fact they don't a have bunch to. of uh, I'm like a bunch of inbred bastards don't want no color in their family. Mm-hmm. And and, just... and, they're, and they're okay with a pedophile in their family. Easy. They protect the pedophile in their family. Fuck them. And fuck Sharon Osbourne and Pierce Morgan asses, too. And uh, I, I knew this, Sharon Morgan, uh, Sharon Osbourne wasn't shit when I used to watch uh, the Osbournes. Cause I, like I, I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I watched the show. I didn't see she was problematic back then. Oh, she would make, she would like make Ozzy's itinerary and have him doing five nights in a row a week. And he was in his 60s. He's like, Sharon, I can't sing five nights a week. This is fucking abuse. I don't. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that whole that whole family is, is fucked up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah and this is remember. Oh, I just thought about Kelly Osborne. That comment she made on the the same show, right? Uh, on some talk show she was on, she made some racist yeah. ass statements, and how and, and uh, Sharon Osborne has had a history of racist statements. Holly Robinson, Pete, and other uh, uh, people have said. She's made comments yeah. about them. Uh, one Asian lady that she was on the show with, she referred to her as uh, Slope Eyes. Oh, Slope Eyes. I heard that. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, wow. Larry, my, my favorite person now, or one of my favorite people, Larry Remedy, is like, came out and was like, yeah, no, nah, she said a bunch of things. Like, there was a report that there was a lesbian um, crew person or someone in the building and she referred to her as the, the pussy licker. And... It was just like she is British just people. Of, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, there's a lot of things wrong with them, yeah. but we won't get it. Yeah, dude. So I I randomly start started watching this this series on YouTube where Vice kind of just goes through like all the British history and it's like the fucked up British history and how like they're still buildings named after terrible slave traders and shit. And it's mm-hmm. just like, oh yeah, I did not realize that Britain was this fucking terrible, dude. 
all of uh, dude, I'm still, Western Western Europe was just terrible. I'm still with the colonizing, genociding, yeah, all yeah. the way up until the seventies, eighties. I get that. I'm still going through America shit. I'm still watching war documentaries. Like y'all still was calling niggas nigger in World War Two. We Never weren't allowed now? to wear our, 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 yeah, whenever they sit there and talk about my dad served in the military and we don't want you, blah, blah. I'm like, our grandparents and fathers served in it too and came home to be treated like shit. Yeah. Fuck I mean, you. I, I watched a lot of war documentaries, so every time I see a brother, like, if, every time I see a brother in the military, I'm like, y'all did this with so much pride and honor and just to come home and still be called a nigga, I, power, and, power to you. And I, back I to the Asian and Pacific Island, Island community, what we did to the Philippines was some motherfucker. Man. It just, Damn. We, we, yeah. There's a lot of just terrible oh, stuff. Oh, oh, uh, Japan. Uh, any place where we put our troops, hide the women because they're coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, now we're getting really awful. Shall Hell we go man. into some funny shit? I, I watch Vietnam War documentaries, bro, and uh, yeah, we all like our grimness. I'm I'm a serial killer fan. I like war now. War is pretty terrible. Hi, what's your horrible uh, human trait? I don't. That you like watching? I don't usually watch serial killer stuff, but I'll I'll go to like the crime library online and delve into like you know gangsters and stuff like that. That's just pretty horrific. <laughs> organized crime. Yeah. Organized crime. And then every once in a while to veer off into serial killer shit, like the stuff from the 70s, and then I have to uh-huh. stop. Then then I have okay. to stop, because that's pretty bad. Like the, I forget the name of the two guys that had the van, and they would like kidnap women and just like record it. Which two? Yeah, that's what I, I know. I'm trying to narrow it down. Leonard Lake and uh, Charles Ng, or I, the Toy Box Killers? No. Is it the Toolbox Killers? The Toolbox Killers? Yeah, those two. Yeah, that, that's pretty Those horrific. motherfuckers was Man. Yeah. But this ain't that kind of podcast. No, no. Um, no. We, we, moving we, on to our shout out to a real one segment. Oh, no. A Texas man. Oh, the insider reports. A Texas man who used a BMW loaned to him by a dealership to rob a bank so he could pay for the car was sentenced to 20 years in prison this past Tuesday. <laughs> Why? Eric Dion Warren. Yeah, that name's black age 50, uh, from the Lubbock, Lubbock area, drove away while the purchase of the black car was still pending on June 7th, 2019. Close enough. He then entered a bank in Woolworth, Texas, approached the teller, and put a fast food bag over his head to disguise himself. This motherfucker went in with a Burger King bag on his head. Warren placed a demand <coughs> note on the bank teller's counter that read, this is a fucking robbery. Play with me and die. I want $10,000 and 50s and $100 bills now, and you got one minute or I will kill you. Goddamn, dude. Bringing out what was believed to be a handgun, the bank robber said, I ain't playing around. He, uh, the, I only want 150s. Warren added, don't push any buttons before fleeing the scene with several thousand dollars, including bills with recorded serial numbers. Dumas. 
<laughs> Returning to the uh, car dealership 15 minutes later, he waved around the stolen cash, used $3,000 of it as a down payment for a BMW. <laughs> While the purchase was being finished, an employee received a call from a nearby bank uh, about a nearby bank robbery and realized the description of the uh, getaway vehicle matched the car Warren was about to buy. Oh! Warren was arrested with $5,086 in cash and police recovered a pellet gun that resembled a handgun. His fingerprints and DNA were found on the demand note given to the teller. He pleaded guilty to bank robbery in August 2020 and was sentenced to 20 years in a federal prison, the statutory maximum, on Tuesday. Damn. God damn. And being that it's Texas, they threw the book at his ass. Yeah. Of course. So shout out to you, my guy. That was terrible. Damn. That did not make me feel better. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't. Y'all want to hear some uh, great stories in parenting? Uh oh. No. Fox News reports a Washington man is accused of stealing a 400 pound slide from a playground and mounting it to a child's bunk bed in his mobile home, police said. Wait. I, okay. Nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Allen Bushnell, age 30, of Burbank, uh, Washington, was arrested Tuesday on a charge of possession of stolen property. Detective Julie Lee had been investigating reports of the stolen of stolen catalytic converters late last month and that led her to the home of Bushnell. Damn, I should really read these. Nah, I like the surprise of reading them too. Lee, with the help of other detectives, executed a search warrant of Bushnell's home and found a quote gigantic slide as well as the catalytic converters. <laughs> you don't hide it in your own crib, dude. Oh, come on, man. Uh, the slide had been taken from a playground in December, police said. The slide had been repainted, sawed off at the top, and mounted to a bunk bed. <laughs> Pasco arrived on the scene and recovered the slide. Bushnell was arrested and booked in the Walla Walla County Jail on char- on a charge of possession of stolen property. He-, he has not yet been charged with stealing the catalytic converters. I, I appreciate that, they- that that article didn't have any dumb puns in it. Yeah. Because there were so many they could have done there and they... And they, they yeah, uh, his, like his, cr- uh, his criminal career was on a slide. Down with uh, slide. That was terrible. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just do better next time. All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A Pensacola teenager and her mother, an elementary school, uh, school assistant principal, were arrested Tuesday for allegedly hacking hundreds of students' accounts to fraudulently vote for the teen as homecoming queen in the fall. Is it that goddamn What? Serious? What? Uh, I saw the picture. Uh, Carol Rose, age 50, not pretty, and her 17-year-old <laughs> daughter, 
guy. She's 17, Elliot. I said she was, uh, I was just saying she was an already attractive. Okay. That's technically legal, and I just said she was attractive. Keep it I didn't say belt. she was fine and I'd bang her. I just said she was attractive. Elliot, keep it above the waist. <laughs> I'm not going to Texas, Look, I mean, Florida, looking for some 17-year-old convict. No. <laughs> I mean, not when Casey Anthony's out there. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was gross. I'm sorry. It was terrible. Elliot. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. The daughter, but, Emily Rose Grover, have each been charged with offensive offenses against computers, unlawful use of a two-way communications device. I take it they were using walkie-talkies to plot their thing. Criminal use of personally identifiable information. Ooh, that's a big one. You don't fuck around with PII. And conspiracy to commit these offenses. An investigation by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement began in November when the Escambia County School District reported that hundreds of students' accounts had been illegally accessed. Investigators determined that Carol, an assistant principal at Bellevue Elementary School, and her daughter, a student at Tate High School, had accessed students' Focus accounts. I, t- uh, I take maybe this will uh, explain what focus is. Uh, I take it it's their school Facebook, whatever. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, sounds like some sort of portal. Yeah, yeah. The investigation came after hundreds of votes for Tate High School homecoming court were flagged as fraudulent, with nearly 120 votes coming from the same IP address within a short period of time. Oh, these dumbasses! You idiots! You dumbasses! Come on. If you're gonna, if you got, you're gonna pull this off. You gotta. I mean, that's the problem. You gotta bring other people into it, or you gotta bring in someone that knows what they're doing. Oh yeah. Uh, or you could just, you know, give everyone twelve bucks. <laughs> just give one like, you know. Yeah, yeah, but bribing bribing people is it's too traceable. I mean, this was traceable just, too, but just give them booze. Just offer the high school kids booze. Oh wait. Investigators said multiple students reported that Grover, the daughter, had described her mom using had described using her mom's uh, focus account to cast the votes. Wow, she was she she broke the law and bragged about it. Oh. Teenagers, yeah. Carol was booked in the Escambia County Jail with a bond set uh, eighty five hundred dollars. While Grover was taken into custody and transferred to Escambia Regional Juvenile Detention Center. Oh! Wow, that's a bit much. Yeah. Woo! They take their beauty pageants seriously. And their homecoming, <laughs> their homecoming shit seriously. Yes, they do. In football. Mm-hmm. It wasn't immediately clear if they had an attorney who could speak on their behalf. Yada, 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 yada. That's fucked up. I, what do you... It's wild that now that I'm a 32 year old man, boy, really, that thinking about like all those old shits of like, um, this whatever homecoming queen and king, like this shit doesn't matter. Like six years after you graduate, no one, you just ruined your whole life for to some people. It matters. Oh, oh, yeah. You got those people who still living out their glory days of high school. I know a few people who in their 40s who wish they were still. In high school. Which is... Because hmm. I mean, that's when they were somebody. 
I, I'm like, love, huh? I would love to go back to 2002, knowing what I know now, and I'd buy Amazon for the pins on the dollar. Okay, yeah, but we're talking socially. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to do that. I just want to buy the things that, you know, that'll be me You rich. just want to go back and get money. Get and money. Yes. CBS News reports a Pennsylvania woman is accused of doctoring photos and videos of her daughter's cheerleading rivals to try to get them kicked off the squad, officials said. Yeah, I heard about this. This is fucked up. Yeah. Wait, wait. I thought it was funny, but you made it seem like they did some terrible, terrible shit. She did. Wait, what did she do? Wait, just Let wait. Finish. Just wait. Okay, I'm sorry. Go the ahead. Butts County District Attorney's Office last week charged Rafaela Spone, age 50, with three misdemeanor counts of cyber harassment of a child and related offenses. Spone manipulated photos from social media of three girls, at least three girls, on the Victory Vipers cheerleader squad. Uh to make it appear that they were drinking, smoking, and even nude. Oh. Spawn also sent messages with these so-called deep fakes. They weren't deep fakes. Most likely just Photoshop. Pictures to the girls. They sent the pictures to the girls and and suggested that some of the girls killed themselves. Oh. Or they would be spread. This is Um, a lot worse. Yeah, they sent them to the kids' families, trying to ruin lives. Uh, Post sent them to other kids. And if you look at the picture of this mom, she is ugly. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw the photo of her. Like, she do that thing that they do with eye makeup that make your face look really intense and scary. Yeah. My sister was doing that for a while, and I couldn't look at her. I'm like, this is the girl who did the uh, glue in her hair. She uh, did it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is unnerving. So, yeah, you got this 50-year-old white lady with no lips doing it. And I'm just like, this is, this is, this is some Wes Craven shit. What the fuck? Yeah, that's, and yeah, doing that to, to kids. Like, it would be gross if she did it to adults, but. Yeah, see, yeah, they targeted children. Yeah. You, they might get smacked with a child uh, porn tra- charges, too. I mean, they, they are underage, so. Even even manipulating images to, to look like that is bad. Um, Spawn's attorney, Robert Birch, told WPVI-TV he can't comment because he said the DA hasn't presented any evidence. <laughs> she had, quote, she has absolutely denied that their charges, they're charging her with, uh, what the fuck did he say? She has absolutely denied that they're charging her with, and because of the fact that this has hit the press, she has received death threats. She has, oh, this nigga just rambled. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to make her the victim. I oh, I know, right? Sharon Osbourne did that shit too. Yeah, that's what Sharon Osbourne's doing. Oh my God, everybody's attacking me. I'm about to lose my job and my career for defending my friend. No, bitch, you got a history of saying racist shit. And you're you're defending you're defending a shitty person. That's the other yeah. thing. Like who's mad because he couldn't get with Meghan Markle? That's all it is. It's 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 him. It's like a how many ever years long him being holding a grudge because a chick turned him down. Right, because she left him on red. <laughs> 
I didn't know that was a I, like that's a real thing. I know we're going back to it, but yeah, he he met her at a uh, bar party, and le- and she left there and met uh, Harry, and yada yada yada. So, so you mean he mad that she left him for the prince of a fucking country? White men, Me- mediocre as white men in their egos. Mm-hmm. I could. I w- we, we just went through five years of hell because of one mediocre ass white man and his ego. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're absolutely right. Speaking of that med- mediocre white man, the Huffington Post reports a waxed figure of former President Donald Trump was removed from display at the Louis <laughs> uh, Tussaud Waxworks in San Antonio <laughs> because customers kept punching it and scratching it. <laughs> I saw a picture of it. It looked like they just put a wig on Jimmy Carter's. It does. Uh, it does. I'm like, that's Jimmy Carter's face. It's not Donald Trump. They, they, yeah. That's shitty. But I wouldn't waste the wax on Trump either. No. Uh, quote, We've already always had trouble with pres- the presidential section because no matter what president it was, Bush, Obama, Trump, they've all had people beat them. <laughs> Clay Stewart, regional okay. manager of Ripley's Entertainment, told the San Antonio Express News, Ripley's owns the waxworks. There used to be a Ripley's, believe it or not, around the corner from where we grew up at, Maje. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a really cool wax museum. I used to go there as a kid. Part I didn't know this. Why, part of the reason why I'm a creepy bastard right now. I would have loved to go to that. There was it was favorite. so awesome, especially there, the torture section. There was some weird Ripley's thing in downtown Chicago, like near River North. I don't think. No, it's... you're talking about the one on Well Street in Old Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's not too far from live. River North. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's me and my neighborhood. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. Told- well, 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 now my favorite scene in that one movie with Kid and Play, but not House Party. <laughs> class Act. Yeah, Class Act. Oh, um, there the, the wax museum. I love that scene. That's my favorite. Oh yeah, and they couldn't tell if it was Chuck Willery or Jimmy Swaggart yeah. or some other white dude. Yeah. Uh, also, second question: Why don't they just make wax figures punchable? Because that's a whole new market. Oh. Mm. Not bad. Uh, Stewart told the newspaper that the Trump figure was beaten so badly <laughs> enough to leave deep marks in its waxy face, necessitating its move to storage. Mm. Uh, they've cut off George. Uh, I mean Obama's ears like six times. Jesus, that's. I mean, and Bush's George W. Bush's uh, nose was punched in. Okay. Uh, he said people are just aggressive about their political party. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't. I mean, if I saw a statue of Trump, I don't think I necessarily punch it unless there was a sign that said "punch if necessary." But yeah, I don't know. One visitor said in a YouTube uh, video tour that the figures in the San Antonio Museum quote. Look, maybe 30 for 40% like the celebrities or famous people that they're trying to mimic and compare Trump's to looking like actor Mickey Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, pre-op. 
<laughs> they got. Tr- <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, they got the Trump between a Putin and a Kim Jong Un, and those look really well. Yet Trump looked like Jimmy Carter. Hmm. It's weird. Uh, he looks bad now. I don't know if you've seen his latest, his latest pictures from Mar Lago. Like, he looks. Yeah, yeah, he looks awful. I I'm, I, and good for him too. Yeah, I mean that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to retire and roll off into the sunset. That's what you're supposed to. Just take it. No, nah, he he he's upset because he no longer has a platform. Well, that too. But and like I tell people, uh, he ain't running in four years. He ain't gonna survive that long. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Look, he doesn't look healthy enough. But I mean, he um, might. You know, people people uh, need to stop giving him any influence because he doesn't have it anymore. So stop pretending like he does. Just and. Uh, and what's his name? Uh, his son. Oh, Don Jr. Uh, he's trying to push his personal brand, but his people desperate for somebody will probably embrace Jr. Yeah. That's a mistake. He's an idiot. And not even a smart one. Yeah. Like a a moderately compre- uh, competent one. Yeah. Uh, nah, and yeah, Ivanka disappeared probably because she owed like a shit ton of money to the IRS. Uh, also, because huh. because New Yorkers coming for her ass too. Yup. Please explain. I don't know these things. So did y'all see the video? Speaking of presidents, of uh, Biden falling up the stairs. Yes. Yeah. 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 Pre- what, what what's the problem with presidents and stairs? OBZ was the only one that can navigate stairs. I, I, I got to admit, I, I, I did have some sympathy over that because I'm not exactly the most coordinated person on the planet either. And I'm pretty sure if I was on camera running up some stairs, the same thing would happen. Oh, I would definitely fall. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, it's also not like a, a natural incline. Like, that's, you can tell that's steeper. And he's going into an airplane, so it's outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are some steep-ass stairs. I do yeah. like the fact that after, like, the second or third time, he finally started walking slowly, like, okay. <laughs> Like okay, enough of this shit. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he, he's like he what seventy nine. That, that cannot yeah. be. That cannot be fun for his knees. Yeah. Oh gosh, no, no. no. I love when he um wiped his shoes off. Like god damn it, <laughs> just, <laughs> just just bought these shits. Damn. That's what he spent his stimmy on. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the NF Supervillains podcast. Be sure to like and rate us, but you won't. <laughs> um, uh, be nicer to each other stop Asian hate uh, protect trans lives black lives matter stop. what the fuck is going on with the black lives matter official organization and their members apparently uh, pissed off Tamara Rice's mom what, what happened excuse me yeah she called them some uh, cloud chasing gold diggers or some shit like that oh shit yeah. That. Uh, and I'm like, which is especially weird because two of the three claim to be uh, Marxist, but who knows? I'm like, man. Mm, I'm not going to go into the whole embracing Marxism thing because that's a whole other episode. Or maybe it's just me. What you got against Marxism? I mean, just me griping. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> that's my problem. It's like, neither do I. And I feel like a lot of people that embrace that shit don't really look at the historical aspects of communism that aren't that great Uh, communism has its ups and downs socialism has its ups and downs 
capitalism is just all down. Well, yeah, yeah that's a, that's my problem. It's like don't embrace the system. Embrace embrace people. Like don't embrace these. Well, aren't you the most gonna get oh. shot? Getting shot an ass Negro in the bunch. <laughs> uh oh, somebody's trying to unite the people. <laughs> you know they don't let black people do that. No, Harris is gonna be gone in a week. Say shit like that. Damn it. Well, he said say shit about unity. I mean, and heroin. Don't forget about the heroin. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't talk about this. So no one's gonna get that. that that's no, terrible. before the show, that's we a talk, terrible. Wow. Yeah. We were talking about drugs, and my they said he would do drugs if the world was about to end. So. If a meteor was coming towards the earth. He do heroin because why not? And then we went. What if the meteor misses at the last minute, and now you just an addict? So now that you know that, if Heist has got to get done away in a week, you, you, you might as you might as well opium dens and all the. Why gotta be opium? Because apparently it's great. Have you not seen the videos? Videos of opium dens. Yeah, I mean, you know, all the, you know, old cartoons. Oh, you mean like, in like the old Jack the Ripper docs and... Yeah, you just lay back on the Yeah, yeah, they just lay back, smoking, got a... Oh, wow. We just went into Asian fetishes. Oh, I didn't know. All those had Asian women catering to them. Shit, that is... It all comes around and back around. Oh, God. I feel dirty now. Me too. What the fuck? I blame you, you piece of shit. (laughs) Thanks for listening, Pizza (laughs) Mistake.